from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Tuesday, April 12th. A mainly dry day is expected for your Tuesday. Can't rule out an isolated shower and storm or two, but more widespread development won't happen until closer to daybreak tomorrow morning. Highs today will rise into the upper 60s to the low 70s. IMBD says a man is dead after being shot just northwest of the downtown area. Officers responded to 18th and Montcalm streets just after 5 this morning on two calls, one for shots fired and another for a welfare check. Officers found the victim shot at least once. He died there at the scene. Investigators haven't said what they think led to the shooting. There's also no word on, a, on who they believe the gunman could be. And a search is on for the driver who slammed into a house, then ran off. The crash left the car hanging sideways in the garage. If you weren't watching Daybreak this morning, you missed the live pictures of all of this in the aftermath. The car hanging out of the house, it was crazy. It happened about four this morning on Cordova Drive in a neighborhood off Southport Road. Police who were there at the scene told our mobile news tracker, Kevin Rodderman, that two people were in the car and the passenger stayed, but the driver took off. Police say the passenger and the family in the home are okay. A Purdue University police officer at the center of a video capturing a dramatic arrest will not face criminal charges. IT Mate interviewed Special Prosecutor Rodney Cummings. He says that Officer John Selk acted well within the boundaries of the law. Now, we first showed you the video of the arrest in February. It shows Officer Selk using force to arrest student Adonis Tuggle. At the time, police said Officer Selk responded to a call from a woman who said she was being held against her will. Video from the officer's body-worn camera shows Tuggle being asked by Officer Selk to step away from his then-girlfriend's car. Cummings says his investigation found that Selk had legal authority to use reasonable force after Tuggle refused three requests to move to the rear of the vehicle and then began to fight the officer. Cummings says this is an issue of a person that was involved in a domestic relationship behaving in a way he should not have. He also says Tuggle used race to deflect his wrongful behavior. He had her keys. She couldn't leave. Neighbor, I mean, people in the community are calling and saying, hey, you need help. He's trying to pull her out of the car. And the officer intervened. That's what we expect our officers to do. Cummings says Tuggle committed multiple criminal offenses, but that he will not file charges at the request of Officer Selk, the Purdue University Police Department, and other people involved. IT Maid also reached out to Tuggle's lawyer and Purdue University Police Department. Neither replied. State police are expanding part of its investigation into the Delphi murders of Abby Williams and Libby Durman. It involves the Anthony Schott social media account. Troopers now want to hear from anyone who communicated with the account on a platform called Yellow, which is now known as Ubo. State police previously said Anthony Schott used Snapchat and Instagram. They say the person behind the account used it to get personal information from girls, including photos and addresses. No arrests have been made in the Delphi murders. They did question Kagan Klein, who is currently charged with 30 counts of child pornography. And we stay with IT Maid in a newly filed lawsuit in the FedEx mass shooting. The families of five of the eight victims are suing the company nearly a year after the tragedy. The families and their attorneys argue the shooting was preventable. The lawsuit names FedEx, its parent companies, and Securitas, one of the largest private security companies in the world. The companies are accused of failing to warn workers of an active shooter on the property and failing to report the signs of a potentially dangerous person. Eight different lights that have gone out in this world needlessly. Personally, I 
this is a never-ending struggle. This will not stop. If something can be done to even slightly increase the procedures and the policies, and not just FedEx, but everywhere else, to let people know this can't happen again. FedEx and Securitas have yet to respond to the lawsuit. Both attorneys say they have no plans on suing the city of Indianapolis or Marion County. An Indianapolis family is pressing for answers about a 20-year-old found shot to death in a car. It happened last July on Georgetown Road near 47th Street. The family of Elijah Ellis says he went to the store and was gone for 15 minutes before someone shot him. His mother and grandmother are pleading for the killer to come forward. What if it was you? What if it was somebody in your family? We're not sleeping well. We're not eating well. I mean, it's just, I don't understand it. I just want them to do the right thing and let us have some peace about why you killed him. Why? The family and police ask anyone who might know anything to please give that information and come forward. We will soon learn if the federal mask mandate on public transportation will continue. The mandate is set to expire Monday. Right now, people must wear masks when using public methods of travel, like planes and buses. Many U.S. airlines say they'd like the mask mandate to end, but with cases starting to rise in parts of the country, the White House is weighing the options. Officials say the CDC will release a new framework within days to help make that decision. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. A local expert is quelling fears over a new emerging COVID variant. It's called XE, though some health authorities have named it the Frankenstein mutation. Dr. Christopher Doring with Franciscan Health says the new variant does not come as a surprise because COVID rapidly grows and evolves. Here he explains the nickname Frankenstein and what experts know about XE so far. What uh, appears to have happened with the XE is that you get have gotten kind of a recombinant um, version that's um, that's formed as a result of BA1 and BA2 sort of mixing some of their features. BA1 is the original Omicron strain. Right now, Dr. Doring says we shouldn't be overly concerned about XE. Preliminary data from the World Health Organization shows it appears to be the easiest to catch mutation to date, but its severity remains unknown. And this morning, the Indiana Fever have a whole new look. The team shattered league records last night with four of the first 10 picks in the WNBA draft and seven overall. Top selection at number two, Nalissa Smith out of Baylor. Then at four, Louisville's Emily Engsler. With the sixth pick, the team adds Lexi Hole out of Stanford. And at number 10, Queen Egbo, another Baylor star. The team's new general manager, Lynn Dunn, 
talked about the rare opportunity. Got who we wanted in the first round, the two, the four, the six, the ten. We got great players. We got highly competitive players. We got champions. And uh, and I thought we did a pretty good job with the late picks. So, um, yeah, in my mind, we won the draft. The late picks were March Madness star Destiny Henderson out of South Carolina and Amisha Williams-Holiday out of Jackson State. And I use Ali Patberg with last night's last selection. Patberg is the Hoosiers' highest ever WNBA draft pick. Others were chosen when the draft had more rounds. An IUPUI star is headed to Phoenix. The Mercury chose Macy Williams. She's the first Jaguar ever selected. The NBA draft is in June. Pacers coach Rick Carlisle is talking about what's next after, after the team's worst record since 1985. You know, this is normally the day where people come in and they make it look like this was a big positive this year. I think there were many positives, but overall, this is not the kind of thing that's acceptable here. You know, we've got to find um, the right moves at the right time, uh, pull those triggers, and, and move forward. On a hopeful note, Indiana will draft in the single digits for the first time in 33 years. And this summer, federal funding for free school meals expires, leaving districts across the nation in limbo. A school in Carmel has come up with a temporary way to make sure students don't go hungry, and organizers need your help. Like in McGee reports. It feels really good to help someone out, and um, it makes me feel accomplished. I know that I'm helping people who really need it. And that's exactly what these students at Westclay Elementary are doing. Through the Carmel Summer Meals Program, they want you to please help donate food. All this food that's next to you, how does it make you feel to see all of that? It makes me happy to see how much people care about other people that don't have food to eat. Please bring in food for kids who need it, because um, I know some of you, um, I know if you really needed food, you probably want people to help you too. The Carmel Youth Assistance Program helps the schools connect families with resources. During the summer of 2020, they helped 520 students get meals. In 2021, that number dropped to 376 students. Oh yeah, I got <laughs> Melissa Yarger anticipates an increase in need once emergency SNAP benefits end in June. I'm a little nervous. Um, I think that we will see between 370 and 400 kids sign up for the program. All of us at, in Carmel Clay Schools want to support those kids in our community, in our school system that need help. Jill Ship is the principal at West Clay Elementary. She says there's been a dramatic increase of students who eat breakfast over the last two years. It's been fun um, kind of explaining to the kids why we're collecting this food. And so we are trying to collect as much food as possible. As they prepare for the worst. I think the time is up, unfortunately. They hope for the best. And that free meals will continue. In the meantime, it makes me feel happy that the school provides food for them. Now it's a waiting game to see what happens. Again, that was Lake and McGee reporting. If you do not have a child in school, you can still donate. The Carmel Youth Assistance Program is always looking for more, more donations. Britney Spears is expecting the star revealed the news on Instagram yesterday. In the post, the pop star says she was confused by some recent weight loss, followed by a weight gain. Spears also mentioned she suffered from depression during one of her previous pregnancies, so she plans to stay out of the spotlight during this one. The CMT Awards pull off a pandemic twist. Kelsey Ballerini co-hosted From Home. The star was supposed to be on stage in Nashville for the show, but tested positive for COVID-19 earlier in the week. Other stars filled in for parts of the show and Ballerina appeared on a big screen in full award show fashion from her living room. She even made costume changes throughout the night. A superstar pairing took home what CMT calls the biggest award of the evening. And the CMT Music Award 
for video of the year goes to Jason Aldean and They won for their duet, If I Didn't Love You. Last night also marked the first major award show performance for the Judds in more than two decades. Naomi and Winona Judd performed their 90s classic, Love Can Build a Bridge, with backing vocals from a gospel choir. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway, online at wishtv.com, and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more, on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening. And be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts.